Welcome to the first podcast of the Movie Theater Time Machine. I'm Kaz. I'm Nick. And every Saturday, we'll review a different old movie and use our Cosmic Law Machine to pluck a random guest from that time that the movie was released. Tell us, what's today's film? Today's film is Modern Times by Charlie Chaplin. So now, peek with us back into 1936. Let's go. Yes, quarter. Quarter, All please. All right. Okay. And there's a guy coming out. Oh, look at that guy. Yeah, he's scratching his butt and everything. <laughs> I think... Beep, 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 beep. Okay. All right, I think I've got him. Okay. Hi. Hello? What's your name? I'm Max. Who are you? I'm Kaz. I'm Nick. I guess you didn't hear our podcast. Mm, podcast? Okay, we're gonna. We just saw that you came from seeing Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times. And yes, it was good. Yeah, so we're totally gonna talk about it. Okay, so you have been randomly selected as part of a contest for oh. the, the Derby Theater. And what you are doing is you've been selected to review the movie with us and tell us how we did. How's that sound, sir? Um, okay. You That's fine. Just don't throw up from the space journey, okay? Where? Oh, my God, where am I? You are in 2017. It's what? 2017. Okay. Well, we should have some fun with it, so why don't we get started? Okay, what do you want to... Um, we should describe the movie first. Definitely. So, this movie starts out, and uh, I'm sorry, your name was... Max. Okay, so Max, we... Um, it starts out, there's, you know, the direction, of course, like a lot of Chaplin films, gives a little bit of a description about what the movie is about. Mm. So, there's quite a bit going on, and it leads to a very nice, you know, picture of time as well. To uh, give you an overview. Uh, yes, yeah, so for our listeners, too, who might not have seen this. The opening quote of the film is, Modern times, a story of industry, of individual enterprise, humanity crusading in the pursuit of happiness. Timeless. And the pursuit of happiness starts with a lot of people who are running around, presumably trying to get to work to get to the factory. And sheep. And lots of sheep running, too, yes. I think he's calling them... I think he's making a statement. That There's a lot of statements in this movie, definitely. So a lot of people are running over to it. The factory opens, and we join in our first scene, and we have a Thomas Edison look-alike man who is in the control room of Electro Steel Corporation. The weird thing about this movie is that it's kind of half-talky, half-silent. And this was definitely one of those, I believe it was Charlie Chaplin's last film where he didn't speak at all. So this was the, it, we're going to get into a scene later on where it's the first time the public actually heard him. And this is why the movie is so significant. And it was one of those where it was one of the weirdest things because we have never seen it in our lives. One of the biggest stars of all of Hollywood, we heard him for the first time. And believe me, I was out of my willies. So we're joined here in the control room of it, and the boss is looking into everything, and he was testing out new camera equipment. I don't apparently. even know if it's explained why he has futuristic Does surveillance. Does he really do that? You I'm know, not sure what the history of surveillance is. but Me neither. It's so, pretty impressive. Yeah, it is pretty impressive, really. It's so 
big scary mug pops up on giant screens around the place <laughs> and he can yell at people. In very weird terms, which we're just going to get into that in just a moment. So we're joined in here and there is some sort of a foreman who is a shirtless guy. Yeah, everybody else has the sweaty jobs with their undershirts and their, yeah. I don't know, twisting knobs with wrenches and stuff. I'm not entirely and sure what they make. he's just there. And, you know, it's there. Max, what did you think? Was there any bit of a chance that it was something that you might have done? No, never. We were kind of confused ourselves. Okay, so there the answer's that. Did you have a job, Max? Oh, um, I'd rather not talk about it right now. Okay. But... So yeah, I guess so maybe his job was uh, beefcake. <laughs> Boss beefcake. Beefcake in general, yeah. So at that point, we see Charlie and we see our hero, the factory worker, and he's tightening the, the nuts, the bolts on there. On these little tiny chocolate bar looking things? <laughs> and it's not tightening fast enough. And there's a fly that follows around. I want here. So the foreman keeps trying to move him right along. I want to know how he would do in one of those I Love Lucy chocolate conveyor belts, <laughs> but, you know, since it's steel, he can't just, you know, stick it in his face to hide it. Well, it's genuinely true, although they try to do that a little bit later. Oh. So, you know, he keeps tightening right here, and he's working so much that the tightening up, it really, be, it, it, it gets kind of funny because he ke keeps doing the motion. He's slowly losing his mind. Slowly, in that point, it's not much longer. And at that point, it was one of those where we all kind of related to that, right? Well, I suppose, yeah, if you've really had a bad day. But, you know, what about factories? Um, did you work in a factory, sir? No, well, yes, I did. And um, I've recently been laid off. Aw. Oh, oh, we're sorry. Was it well, a nut factory? <laughs> no, we worked in Lewis Hand. And they downsized a little bit, but... Well, let's have some fun with it right now. Here to forget about your troubles, right? I suppose. Did you have surveillance cameras in your bathrooms like this place? Cause oh, no, no, no. Who would have thought of that? That was so weird. Yeah. Honestly, it was. I mean, <laughs> was the one guy, he's just trying to have a cigarette, which, you know, now in the day and age now, I mean, smoking is basically as outlawed in public buildings for many places now, so... That's only a surprise to Max, though, right? Yeah. Really? Yes, it is. Ow. Okay, so we see this, and the boss shows up... On the big giant screen. Which is in the bathroom for some reason, and it I just doesn't appear. Like, get back to work! And, and, he, and it's not like he needs to have his constipation cured or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. So, yeah, he <laughs> gets back to work, and... Um, Jumps right back in, and in the next scene, we see the bellows feeding machine, which is um, introduced by this corporation, and it's they brought in, they came in with a record. And then at this point, sudden the the people are actually the the office guys are talking. Right for you know for some uh, reason the factory worker or, or tramp or I don't know he doesn't really have a name I don't know what you want to call should we just well, call him Charlie or tramp it is or? the tramp it's the same character the, that the has credits been here. like factory worker yeah so it is the tramp in general but do they hear do they really need a record I mean do you think they they hear they put they put this forty five on and introduced the bellows feeding machine when he very easily could have told them yeah that's what happened. He very easily could have just told them, hey, we have this bellows feeding machine. And what happens at that point is then, you know, you see Charlie's starting to go a little bit crazy. There's 
slightly, you know, he starts there, he starts getting very twitchy. It's around lunch break. One of his fellow co-workers asks him to give him soup, and he starts spilling it everywhere because of the motion of tightening all the nuts and everything. <laughs> and, you know, there's a woman who... Just can't stop. Yeah, there's a woman who has, you know, these buttons on her dress, and he can't help but tighten those. And he's picked I think he tightened someone's nipples. I, I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they had to get a little bit there, but just wanted to get something going. I would agree. So at that point, he's selected for the feeding machine. Lunchtime is experiment time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here, and it's really not working. I mean, the corn on the cob bit, you know, there's a, this machine that feeds corn on the cob that pushes bits of food into his mouth. And here's the thing. It was supposed to eliminate work, but it's not freaking working at all he's not working he's just sitting there trapped in this machine that's be, that's feeding him and it's not doing anything the greatest oversight isn't it's an efficiency it's the fact that how is he supposed to see what his hands are doing right. underneath exactly so at that point here he's confused i mean there's some you know very comical bits you know with a confused face it's really funny there's a pie in the face which is always hilarious right yeah, exactly right like poop here. jokes. So <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Max? Is, is About what? Do you value highbrow or lowbrow? Oh, lowbrow, definitely. You can't get that anywhere else. You could go span the world with it. Very true. Every, the, Very true, the definitely. The yeah. face is the language of humanity. It's an international language. Why not, I know, right? right? You are very interesting. Damn straight. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, I... Oh, sorry. I was no, disappointed right. by the distinct lack of typewriter sounds when he was eating the corn. <laughs> I would agree you with lost that. Me I, there. I would absolutely agree with that one here. So at that point, you know, the machine starts to break down and, you know, they eventually say, okay, it's not worth it. Then he really goes nuts. And then we get the, the classic scene where he, um, he falls into the machine and he's in the gears and he's tightening Whoa. all there. And, he tightens the chest of the, uh, like, we live in the Fall River Mass area that's predominantly very Portuguese, and this guy looked like a Portuguese to me. Really here, he looked like you one of our it? old neighbors. Of course, yeah. Really here, so he looked like one of those that is really there, like a very tough, very gruff old, old man. But it's here, so he starts going crazy, starts chasing everything. He chases his... People with buttons on their shirts. Pretty and much, and there's this really unfortunate... Fault figured woman. Definitely. <laughs> and, you know, With strategically placed boob buttons. <laughs> and he um, he runs outside and he starts chasing up to here. The cops find here. He goes back into the factory. He goes completely nuts. The shirt things, I think. The foreman, the shirtless guys dancing around. Captain Beefcake. Captain, <laughs> Captain Beefcake. And he is really, like, super mad at him. And, you know, the place is just wrecked. You know, he sails down on this hook. He's dancing around with this oil. Oh, yeah, and he sprays it all over people's faces. sprays it over everybody. And it was just a mess. Who's going to clean this up? I, I know, right? Did Near. you have OSHA back then? Like, a, or at OSHA? least a warning sign? No. Here. You are injured, you're gone. That's it. And, you know, it's here. So then, you know, he gets taken away in this ambulance and... He's off to the hospital, and in the next scene, he needs a new job. He's leaving the hospital. The card says that he's cured of his nervous breakdown, but has no job. He has no job at all, so there was no job protection. 
at that point back then. Do we really? Do we know that for sure? Yes. Oh, there was okay. no job protection, which was the point with the unions and unions need to go ahead and protect the workers. I would I would absolutely agree with that, really. Here. So the he's out into the crazy city and you know, everything going on, so it was relax, but you're back into everything you need to go to. So that's kind of a little there's harsh, in my opinion. There's a bunch of noises and st- a cacophony yeah. of sound. Yeah. And then a flag falls off a, a truck. Right. And, you know, he starts, hey, like, hey, you forgot your flag. You forgot your flag. And he's mistaken for the leader of the protest. Uh, and we get it. Um, there's like a whole crowd of people coming up behind him that he totally doesn't notice because I guess that's the si- one of the silent portions of the movie. Right. <laughs> and they have signs like, Libertad and stuff like yeah. that. Um, they're and that's just apparently yeah. communists or something. Yeah, and I wasn't really sure. I don't know about you, but when we originally watched this with the two of you, I wasn't really so sure what was going on at that point. It wasn't really quite clear. I just figured he was arrested because he was thought to be a leader of a union. Yeah, that's what's happened. Yeah, so it's here, but I didn't. Or communist I didn't leader get, or something I didn't like get that. Communist, quote unquote, yet. Um, so we get there, and the next time he gets arrested, he gets arrested. He's taken off to jail, and then we meet up with the gamin, uh, which it defines as a, a child, child of the waterfront who's unwilling who to go hungry or exactly. something like that. Not to be confused with Garmin GPS. Right. <laughs> you don't know what GPS is, sorry. No, I don't. It's like a little. A little lightning screen that tells you where to go when you want to go somewhere. Quite interesting. Because we There's all got so cars. much to know about the future. Present. Yeah. Well. Should we call it the future or the present? Well, yeah, probably. About um, so. Um, yeah, yeah, so the, oh, this, this woman was absolutely one of my favorites. I mean, she... She is just, our first introduction to her is... She's, she's kind of a badass, really. Well, yeah, she's gra- <laughs> she just grabbed a bunch of bananas, and she's cutting them off with her knife, and she's got a grin. She really she likes... She kind of likes doing what she's doing, really. I think she likes a life of crime a little bit. Yeah, she's kind of cool with it, really. And it's, uh, and it's just there, but she's the breadwinner of the family. Yeah, it says her that her mother is gone. Her um, mother's deceased. Well, it didn't really specify, actually. It just assume, okay. said that yeah. her mother was gone and her father was unemployed and she has a few sisters. That she's basically taken care of. So yeah. So she's trying to step up and then, you know, she hands out the bananas to them and keeps them fed, at least for the given moment. And then, you know, we find later that, you know, she's just trying to just keep it day to day. Just She just happens to enjoy doing it. Yeah, and she really does like it way, too. I and think. she really does like it. Doesn't really give a damn at all. Like but here. So the next scene it's clarified that it's he's the quote um the tramp is the quote unquote communist leader. And in prison he meets his cellmate, this really big brute of a dude who is sewing. <laughs> yeah. At this point we mm-hmm. w- was sewing a popular jail time activity. Have you been to jail, Max? No, I've never been to jail. I um, I don't know what happens with that. And usually my grandmother does that. Oh, I, I assume you don't consider life a jail. Therefore, you must be an optimist, right? Very true. Well, then you must love that we broke you out of space and time. I'm... I don't know. You look a little queasy. Um, a little. I feel <laughs> a little bit, but we're trying. 
Okay. Yeah, so it, they're in there and they go inside the the cafe, which is you know well, the the mess lunchroom. I, yeah, I I think we we get a little bit a little bit of character development. Uh, there's not like a whole lot, but. We get the sense that the tramp, uh, I just kept calling him Charlie, but um, yeah. we get a sense that he. Well, Charlie. He doesn't yeah. want to put up a fight. He's. Um, he just wants to get by. Right. So when the, the burly jail, his bunkmate or whatever, kind of his hands getting in his face, sort of, he just sort of puts up with it, tries to get out of the way. They almost get into a fight and. Yeah. Charlie's not really going to f- fight him. And you see it also when they're eating and he's trying to grab yes. the bread and the big guy keeps grabbing the bread from him and he's just kind of just trying to get by here. This, but this is in contrast to the, the girl. She takes action. He's just like... He's passive, yeah. Right. Here. So then we find the magic um, <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> they called it this... The intertitles say that the cops are searching for some smuggled... News powder. Right, yeah. <laughs> so there we have the we have all that and you know he mistakes salt. The the guy who is hiding the cocaine switches it with uh, switches it with the salt There's that's a nice on the table. Vignette that pops yeah. up around him like dun 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 kind yeah. of th- looking. So he spreads the cocaine, which he thinks is the salt, around the food and he just gets hilariously buzzed and he just makes these faces like <laughs> <laughs> And he basically starts, he, he gains confidence at that point. And yes, he gets aggressive and he's like, uh, s- s- screw you, bread stealing guy. <laughs> now, are you saying that this is an advocacy to do drugs? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Well, drugs give you confidence. In Woo. a movie. <laughs> okay. So he, the prisoners try to escape. They capture the warden and. With no fear, he beats yeah. the heck out of all of them. And, you know, that ends the scene there. He's, he's congratulated by the warden. He doesn't try to go out of his way to be heroic. He's just kind of confused, wandering around. Because yeah. everyone's marching in place, looking ridiculous, um, having to be marched into their cells. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I'm going everywhere. And yeah. then he sees some of the prisoners uh, with guns trying and to he sees it happen hold up. And, and yeah. then he's like, I'm going to just punch his people. This. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Okay, let's have fun with it. So the next scene, you know, there's trouble with the unemployed, and mm. we see the game in here. Should we give her a call or something? What was it? What's here? The Wikipedia called her Ellen, but I had no idea where they got that from. Wikipedia? Uh, that's like an encyclopedia, but with a better name. Oh. And people can, like, make up stuff sometimes. And what was her name? Um, they called her Ellen, but I, I don't know. What do you want to? Yeah, I didn't hear that, but okay. We well, could so just we'll go call her or, yeah. or the game, and I, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. So we see Ellen. She's, and she's gathering wood on the waterfront. Yeah, do here, and then her father's killed, and it's never really cleared. Um, uh, well, a bunch of guys were. There's a gunshot. She goes to check on it. A bunch of guys are yelling, yep. and a crowd disperses, and he's fallen. Um, we'll find out. We'll get an idea of what that was about. Um, yeah, yeah. So later. Yeah. So basically, at this point, you know, she's obviously very distraught. The law comes in, and you know, separates the family. Yes, they. So the kids are ta- her sisters are taken, and she just trails off, she just, just sca- escapes. Yeah. Um. Right it's here. not really. We never find out exactly 
why she wants to get away though it's like which yeah which is a little confused. bit weird yeah, yeah it's a little weird but we're, she does what she does were orphanages that bad or yeah it's not like she's going to save anybody she doesn't come back for them or anything they're just yeah which is not really a place i guess where you want to be but the um so the next one we go back in jail he's reading the newspaper and it says that there's that there was um bread lines broken by unruly mobs so yeah. I don't know why dad got shot, but I Yeah. Something to do with the bread line. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I would imagine, you know, people were really hungry at that point, but Did you, you know. ever go hungry, Max? Oh, all the time. It's What the hell are you doing at the movies? Well, I found change on the side of the road and I needed something. Glad to you have your priorities in order. Well, I needed something. I needed to get my mind off of anything. That's cuz the brain can eat anything <laughs> that's true good choice <laughs> yeah so they're here and then uh, you know i can obviously see he's a bit of a celebrity in the jail right now and at that point the minister uh, the local minister and his wife come in yeah there's a, a weird scene i think it's a fart joke actually i think it was um he's he's called to wait for the warden um, um we're told the intertitles tell us minister and wife come for weekly business. The wife just sits there prim and proper, and s- I don't know yeah. why they're drinking tea. The minister goes off to some meeting, but she has a little... Very hard-nosed lady. Yes, yeah. she's like, <laughs> the kind of lady that would talk like this, and you... I you don't know. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. If they gave her lines that she would talk like something very, very stuffy. Like if she was like a dude, an old-timey dude, she'd have like a monocle. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> she much. even has a tiny little purse dog. Not, yeah. I don't know if it's in her purse, but she's carrying a tiny dog, yeah. so she's ahead it of the curve. It was stuffy enough. It was really here. With that. Have you ever seen a purse dog, Max? Do you know what that is? Oh, yes. Don't like him at all. Oh, but it had a little squished-in face, and it. it was like a little Pekingese. It has yeah. <laughs> it looked like it got shot in face first into a wall. Is that what kind of factory you worked in? No. Dog face squish factory. So at this point, you know, he's trying to keep calm, but you can hear the bubbling starting in his stomach. Yeah, this is actually a sound portion. Yeah, so you hear so. There's like a burbling sound, and he looks all nervous, and then the dog starts barking at him, and then. The, the radio comes in and starts talking about gastritis. I then yeah. he turns. He looks real nervous. He's like, "Oh no, not that!" And he turns it off. And then, <laughs> then the bubbling noise and the and the cameras on the lady. So I guess she has. Oh, it he too. definitely had gas at this point. <laughs> and the dog starts barking at her. So I guess they're both farty. I don't know. What do you think? Yes, that definitely happened. This, it's glad to know they had farts back in 1936, and the goodness to make jokes about him oh they had to let the air out somehow oh (laughs) that's what we call a dad joke (laughs) here in this future utopia paradise so at this point the warden frees him and he doesn't want to leave you know it it was really kind of interesting he's like oh i love it there's i love it here can i please stay and then one of the funniest parts of the movie, the warden gives him a note. <laughs> they hear, it was like one of those when you wanted to have a note to get out of class in school, 
the here, but it was, oh, please, oh, well, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it's like, this this man is of good, sound mind, and he's good for a job. Give him a job. Well, that's not unusual. It's a letter of recommendation. Yeah. Well, it's just, it was one of those, I mean, who can, like, well, it's okay, don't worry, like, something out of, like, the This Andy convict's yeah. totally cool. Yeah, he's all right, or it's, like, it's something out of the Andy Griffith show or something. <laughs> I don't you why you got a note now, here. You just go on down to the hardware store, and Mr. Drysdale will go ahead and give you a job. I don't know if that was his name, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it was like, Max. Don't don't worry, but that's a future thing. But it's to me, to us. <laughs> to me, apparently, it is. So interesting. Uh, yes, it's about a rural cop. It's uh, sheriff. And, he, and he, a sheriff without a gun. Right. <laughs> so it moves on for there, and he presents the note at the shipyard. Which we don't, um, unfortunately, we don't have too many of those anymore. But um, he finds this and he says, okay, well, you see these wedges. Uh, you want to go find all these wedges. And he finds a wedge and it unfortunately has a frame of a boat. It was, yeah, he pulls it out. It had been propping up a boat, a half-finished yeah. boat. Yeah, and it's it sails out. Everybody's looking at him. Oh, oh you I, didn't kind of. Uh, Max, you could if could you probably relate to that? The man was probably so embarrassed. I don't know what was happening with him. Honestly, yeah, it it was one of those. I mean, your heart kind of went out for him. So he just grabs his coat, his cane, his hat, and just <laughs> takes off and just. I'm out of here. Yeah, and at that my point, job is done. Yeah. <laughs> And at that point, he's just determined to really go back to jail at that point. So, and the next scene we see a, we see uh, Aline and we uh, see her, Ellen, Ellen. What's her face? Let's yeah. just call her what's her face. <laughs> you know, she's trying to steal bread from this restaurant and he covers for her. They bump into each other. Yeah, and this is the first time we see, we see them two together. The classic meet cute. I don't know if that was a trope by then. Probably. Uh, like, like, boom. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were going to be a love interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he really wants to go back to jail, so. Yeah, he wants to go back here, so. He, the yeah. cops come to yeah. get her, and he's all like, oh, I did it. Yeah, so he covers for her, and tries to let her go. He's all happy. He's going to go back to jail. Yeah, and this outside lady's like, no, it was the girl, so the cops. Just Aww. go after her without questioning anybody. Charlie's disappointed. Yeah, so he goes in the cafe, he orders a lot of food, and then he basically tries to pay with a... Well, he, I'm sorry, he tries not to pay, which is kind of funny. He flags down the cop and just says, Look oh, at me. I stole everything. Yum. Chew and screw. But the cigar was hilarious. Yeah, he gave some cigarettes to kids. Did you, all you old-timey people give cigarettes to kids? Not everybody. Oh, who? Who? Just my dad. Oh, gross. Did he try to do that thing where, I don't want you smoking, I'm going to make you smoke 40 at once, like a chimney. Yeah, that happened. Your voice sounds remarkably good, considering. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, they go into the paddy wagon, you know, with some drunks, and then enter the woman, and... This Wait, I what? yeah enters the woman you know here that so sounds real bad <laughs> oh man yeah uh, you know enters the woman and she comes in and this oh, right. is, this is one of the funnier lines Ellen is there and then Charlie looks at her and says the cards it was one of the great pickup lines 
Remember <laughs> me with the bread? <laughs> we'll always have the bread. <laughs> you know, so at that point, you know, the, they start causing a ruckus. The paddy wagon crashes um. and they escape. And then he encourages her to escape, to go he, with him. He kindly bops the cop bops on the, the head to knock him out, I think. It just... Boop! You know, no brain trauma. Right. I yeah. think heads were harder back then. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Uh, have <laughs> you tested it in your factory? No, but one can assume. Here. Um, and the next scene, it moves really quickly for a little while, but the... Um, at that point, you know, they're in someone's yard. And Beautiful day. It's a really nice day. And they start saying, you know, well, can you imagine us in a home like this? They see, a, like, a husband and wife coming out, and he's going to work, and she's all like, I love mm. you kind of Yeah, and stuff. they just met. Like, yes. Th- and this happens already. And, I mean, it's fine to have a fantasy or something, but the... You know, the grapes and the cow. I mean, uh, that was nice, you know. That is so confusing without context. Yeah, um, well, I mean, he imagines, you know, there he's picking grapes from a window and then um, a cow drops by. Well, uh, And he's pulling milk, you it, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, okay, he's imagining their lives together, married in a cute yeah. little house. And for some reason, it's like, you know, food is just free. I, you know, very the opposite stuff. of the yeah. depression. Yeah. He could just reach out the window, pull out some grapes and eat it, and then he just, like, grabs some milk from a cow, and they were very, very happy. Yeah, and around about this time, it's just, like, one of those, you're like, okay, so it was, you know, Max, would you say this was an escape? Well, definitely. I think it was something just to... We all needed a dream for that moment. Yeah, and that's When you have nothing, you gotta remember you have something. What, were you, what was your dream, Max? To have a house, to have a job, to explore the world and tell many stories. My dream's to go to the moon. Did you know we went We went to the moon? Isn't that awesome? We did? 1969, man. Oh, I got the so much to learn. The footage is worse, though, than a silent movie. We, we have color movies and... Oh, wait, you know, Wizard of... Um, yeah. Well, yeah, color movies are all now. I mean, it's, it's the same, and we... We have a lot there. I mean, we have here. Interesting. So, at that point, there's a, there's another good line where he says, "Okay, I'll do it. I'll find a home, even if I have to work for this house." <laughs> well, no shit. Like, really, <laughs> it's something like that. Like, cows don't grow on trees, man. Cows don't grow on trees, definitely. In the year, so it's like, hey, let's go swimming. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if you fed grapes to a cow, would it like uh, give wine? Ooh. <laughs> Structurally, uh, this is they both get a goal. They're like, there's more to life than this, um, than right. just survival. Yeah. So, it. I mean, I don't know. I know you kind of were like, they just met, but I, I can accept it as a movie. I can too. I mean, after a little while, after we digested it, yeah, that would be something. And, you know, they, the next part, they go to the uh, department store, and then the night watchman who recently broke his leg is out of a job. So he comes in and... Shows the letter. Yeah, shows... Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, he had the letter, too. And then um, it's actually a really cool scene. He sneaks her in at night, so she has a place, doesn't have to stay outside all night, which... 
and then they go on the they go on the toy floor. They have some cake too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks. Uh, yeah, she's hungry, so, so he's like, yeah. "I'm just gonna grab some cake that people left out before the night watch shift." Yeah. And then you know, at that point, they start. They they do eat. I forgot about that. And uh, you know, then they they skate on the floor and on the toy floor. And this one, I mean, I remember the first time I saw this that yes. I was so nervous. And the uh, <laughs> he starts skating. <laughs> I held my breath for about a, a minute. It was so nerve wracking. I didn't know. Did it even last a minute? I, I, I mean, I can't even, I can't even breathe really thinking about it. <laughs> but, oh. but, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's okay, man. Practical special effects, everybody. <laughs> Not even special effects. Stunts. Screw but you, it was CGI. One of those. You just wanted him to move. I don't know what CGI is, but okay. I'll and explain it if you want. But then, you know, at that point, you know, it's just there. And I think about, like, what would... What would it be today where the whole floor would be shut down? I mean, maybe even the whole store wouldn't even be open. Actually, the exciting part of it isn't just the roller skating, but it's that a large section of... The, the floor's gone. Or, well, the railing is missing. Yeah, so there's a huge drop. Yeah, so he's going to die if he doesn't do here. He puts so on the blindfold, and he skates backwards and forwards, blissfully unaware that of he... Of what's going on. He <laughs> comes so close. It is <coughs> super exciting. Yeah. So it is. It is really good. So they go to the fifth floor, and she starts daydreaming while in a robe. No, a, a fancy fur coat. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. That, that was more acceptable back yeah. then. Yeah. It's a really nice one. And then at that point, he starts. She, he, she starts going to sleep. Yeah, he puts her to sleep in the bed and says, I'm going to wake you up before the people. Before the people come in, yeah. yeah. And... The, there's an attempted robbery while he's on his first shift on the job. I mean, poor bastard, really. Were burglars a big yeah. problem during the Depression, Max? Very much so. We, we, some people just needed something to do, and some people just, they needed something somehow. So, you know, the skates are still on, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, the um, he's trying to fight the robbers. They shoot a barrel of rum, which was there and he's in just the right just spot. the wrong spot there the right and the wrong oh, spot yeah. there yeah so he, he drinks a lot of the rum involuntarily it just sprays all yeah. in there so then we find that the robber is bill and bill used to there's the guy from the beginning of the movie who used to work with him at the steel mill and you know, then they like, oh, this is the guy. This is you know, I remember him. You know, we used to hear. And at this point, you know, then it's really clear the mill has closed. And you know, they explain, hey, we're we're hungry. Well, it didn't actually say it closed, but I guess we could assume that. Yeah, it's it's kind of clear there. So I'm no burglar. I'm hungry. Something yeah. like that. So there is where it, it kind of relates. And um, then they get drunk. Yeah, and then they start having a really good time. Woo! So, um, Max, what did you uh, what did you think when you saw this? Hmm. I honestly, this was one of the points where it just hit home because I, I I just got fined before, and I found some change, and I wanted to get some time off my mind, and I got nothing to go back to. Couldn't you guys have striked? Uh, that seemed to be a thing. What would a strike do? We would all get fired eventually. 
Mm. And and I don't know. It just I I got something I want to ask you guys. Shoot. Th- uh that's a metaphor. Whatever. This show and would you need some help? You you want to stay here in t- 2017? I got nothing to go back to. No family? Nothing. I well, I have one aunt. Oh, don't you think she'll miss you? I don't care. But we could find her grave and you can dance on it if you don't like her. Well, that's a fun idea. I'm Yay! I, I, grave dancing! I, maybe I can work for you. Well, I, I don't know. Hey, uh, what do you think? Yeah, um, what if he, you know, what do you think? If we just, I we, think could, we could use an announcer. Ooh, he does have a good voice and face for radio. Podcast, he, he, you know. He does, actually. He. You want to... Yeah, okay, actually, sh- you know what? This is a really good point. How where should we test him? We're, w- well, you know what? Why don't we do, like, he does a little bit of a... We take a break for a moment, and he mm-hmm. does a little bit of a, a test for us. So Okay. Uh, here, so... Well, know. we'll need some sponsors eventually, so yeah. m- let's see how he handles a commercial. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, m- hey, Max. We're done talking about you in front of your face, behind your back. Okay. Um, w- we're thinking that maybe you could be our announcer or something. So, uh, we want you to pitch us something. I can do that. I know exactly what we can do. Okay. And yeah, whatever wha- you want. Yeah, why don't you do that? We're, we're gonna, gonna take, take a break. A, yeah, we're gonna take a moment and. Let's just let's just take a moment just for a little bit of water. So okay, water time. Okay. Have you ever built yourself a new home? Have you needed yourself to be insulated? We have one new product for you that can actually go ahead and make you warm in the winter and cold in the summertime. We have this for you, ladies and gentlemen, presenting asbestos insulation. Asbestos insulation will go ahead and keep your costs low and keep everything warm and safe in the winter, and everything will be just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, asbestos is what we need for today, and it's asbestos for the future. Uh... Uh, stop right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, if you want to stick around, we have a lot to tell, tell you, you about. Hey, did you know there was World War II? There was another one. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't know about a lot of that, so well, why don't we just you know, not fill his mind? Then? You, you mean you want to use him like an empty puppet? We can... Yeah, fill him with our own knowledge. Yeah, we can. We can. We talk about it later. We talk about it later. Okay. But you know, mm-hmm. here. But let's get back to you. All right. Uh, Max, you know what? Why don't we? S- let's, let's let's try it out. I think uh, I think we'll hire you. Yeah, let, let's let's try it out. Oh, goody! That's wonderful. There and so back to the movie. Um, all right. So the next morning. The uh, Next morning itself, the night watchman awakens and he's drunk as a souse and he's hidden under a bunch of clothing. Oh yeah. And you know, he scares a bunch of female customers away, he gets fired, gets taken away back to jail. And he forgets to wake her up. 
yeah. she wakes up on her own is like, oh my god. Yeah. So at that point, you know, the um, two days later, and it was kind of no, nice. Ten days later. Oh, ten days later. That's right. My notes she's, are a little off. She's waiting for him. She's so. waiting. That's kind of nice, actually. You know. So at that point, she says, "Oh, I found a house," and. Um, yeah, the house itself, <laughs> she found the house, which presumably was abandoned. And yeah. here, and she, it's paradise, it's no palace. It's a dumpy wood shack. Well, no shit, it's no palace, really. She's optimistic, though, yeah. this kind of... Yeah. She's making the most of it, and she doesn't... I'm not even and sure she has any... Uh, she's not even seeing... I don't know if she's seeing the irony. She just like, yeah. this is paradise, as if she actually believes it. I think so, yeah. But at that point, you know, it's... And, you know, I think he starts to see it himself and, you know, mm -hmm. swimming next next morning. Well, oh, uh, did I miss something? Here. Uh, well, she's... Actually, yeah, that's uh, making the me meal. Um, oh, yeah. This place is basically like the the... Gold Rush Shack from his other movie, Gold Rush, obviously. <laughs> um, and things it keep. It is. You're right. Oh, yeah. she gets the place. Yeah. Nothing happens to her, but things like a table falls apart on him. It's like very slapsticky. Uh, yeah. A, the, a board that falls like on a, his head. A plank when he from shuts the, the ceiling. Door. And yeah. she's all like, yeah. she just grabs a broom and pop, props it up. She yeah. doesn't see a problem. Very happy, very much, you know. Kind of the wife you always wanted. I, you know, we, everybody needs a little bit of optimism. So, yeah, I guess so. So they start, she prepares the bread, and mm. uh, it was a can of something. Um, I, I don't know, was it a tomato? Or? He, he goes out to go swimming, but oh, right. we it, that it looks part, like yeah. it's a nice waterfront view, but There's nope, nothing. it's like very like one yeah. foot of water, you know, it's flips over, splash. Nothing, and, you know, he um, just goes back into his yeah. suit and it's just comes back in. She's cooking, uh, yeah. let's see. Well, it looked better than boot leather. Let's just put it that way. Right. Um, so it was like bread and yeah. so cans of some hot beverage. We don't know what it is. Yeah. So just to move on, just to keep on mm -hmm. time. But the um, you know at that point he starts reading the paper and realizes the mills are reopening. And you so know, screw optimism. Yeah. So there. <laughs> so. Oh. So she he's like. Um, yeah, we'll get a real home now. Yeah, screw this shack, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs. Max, what's wrong, man? Well, the mills are reopening here. Maybe I... Dude, you, you're with us now. Do you know what about inflation? How much more money we get paid now? Yeah. Uh, Hell dude. yeah. Honestly, you're going to be minimum fine. minimum wage? If you're here, we're here. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Like here, but it's over $10 in this state, I think. 10 I know. Yeah. You could see like a bazillion movies. That's more than a week. <laughs> hell yeah. True. Yeah, true. You could see a lot here. We could say hell yeah. on the the radio. We could say whatever we want, really. Well, yeah. Well, not really everything, but what Poop. we don't want to say here. But <laughs> uh. <laughs> so he runs off to the mill, and there's where you start seeing a big change from the beginning of the movie, where he's, he plows through the crowd. and He makes it in the gate, just yeah. as it's closing yeah. on everyone else. And he just gets there, so it's something there. Well, before, I think he would have been very passive, you know? Yes. Um, here, so he gets in there, so he has some sort of purpose, and then he gets a mechanic job, and he's being trained, and... This scene was kind of funny. He's klutzy with a machine, yeah. and you know the bo his boss uh, has an heirloom, and 
Smash. It was yeah. He smashes one of the one of the watches and a presser, which was really bizarre. <laughs> and it's like is it's just it's not really it's a giant gear factory. I think yeah. at this point we just started saying it's a giant gear factory. The old guy training him totally has a big dark stain on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he causes a tool bag to fall into the giant gears, and yeah. uh, the old yeah. guy gets knocked in. Yeah. I don't know I if this is a callback to the beginning when the I think Charlie's it was, like yeah. stuck in the gears, but it's similar. Yeah, I think it was here. So it kind of like he became, you know, at this point where he's like, oh, get my lunch, and, you know, his head's sticking out. And he becomes the <laughs> feeding machine now. He is the machine. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the lunch whistle, whistle sounded, so he yeah. leaves. So he's... Yeah, mm-hmm. so he feeds them. And it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. That was hilarious. I, here, he pushes his mustache out of the way. I almost fell out of my chair. I like... Um, I would agree. <laughs> did you have a favorite part? Like, Well, yeah, what's that? Uh, <laughs> I liked when he uh, used the... T- this lunchbox, I have no idea how how they fit so much crap in right, there. Right, yeah. Like, there's Soup. like a tiny turkey and he tries yeah. using it as a funnel to <laughs> funnel in the coffee in the guy's mouth yeah you almost fell off the couch on that <laughs> one that was good chicken butt coffee yeah, so <laughs> uh, so the uh the boss gets freed when they start you know starting up the machine again which was kind of interesting and you know they say okay well we're all on strike again and then it just Charlie's kind of sad. Yeah, he's definitely sad here, and, you know, he's kind of moping around, so I forgot how it happened. But uh, he gets out of the he gets out of the factory, yeah. and there's a cop kind of getting people moving along, and he starts, the cop starts hassling him and shoving him and stuff, and um, Charlie kind of, it's like a cartoon kind of accident where a brick yeah. gets launched at the back of the cop's head. And then he gets jailed for a week. And re- released a week later. Yeah, so Ellen yeah. starts finds a job, and she's dancing at a cafe. And, you know, she has a job lined up. They talk with the boss, and uh, just to speed up a little bit here, but the at this point, you know, there's some of the more famous scenes of the movie where he gets hired, and they give him a trial run. And then we see something a little... Oh, gosh. Um... There's a, she's wanted. Uh, there's, he's just, um, okay, he's bumbling around with his restaurant job. He's yeah. tentatively hired as a singing waiter. So right. he's really nervous, doesn't have the confidence. And um, before he starts, well, yeah, in the middle of this, uh, we switch to where the detective from the uh, <coughs> juvenile department is filling yeah. out a wanted form with her photo he liked him young yeah she's uh, yeah. she looks like one of those i don't know 25 year old hollywood teens <laughs> I, I don't know how old she was b- yeah but she was probably in her yeah. late 20s playing i don't 17 know or something yeah. so at that point there Back was to a, the yeah. slapstick so in the slapstick point you know there's a, a guy wanting roast duck and one of the customers is really mad and then the floor gets packed with dancers he just can't get to this customer he can't get to this one and uh, the poor guy is seeing the duck come in and the duck gets stuck on the chandelier <laughs> <laughs> possibly drunken football players get a hold of the duck but yeah, that, that poor bastard really. actually <laughs> solves the problem yeah they do some kind of football pass and they find it they get they get the, he gets the duck but 
And at that point, you know, then, you know, at that point, he go, they go into the back room. They start doing a rehearsal for the song he's going to sing. And she starts encouraging him, and which was kind of a cool scene to write the, the to write the lyrics on a cup. Yeah, he can't remember it. Yeah, he can't do that at all. So um, I, I I caught some of the lyrics, something about a flirty girl and a fat old man. Yeah, huh. and just for a bit with that, he he goes out, he starts dancing, he does this one move, Woo! and the cuff is gone. And uh, yeah, uh, the cup off. is gone here, and then he realizes it, and he looks back, kind of shaken, and then he starts doing this song. And I had to look this up actually and see what he actually was singing, and it's mostly nonsense. Yeah, uh, you and you and one are you and you and you is uh, is the repeating pattern of it. He does this really weird butt dance where he's <laughs> like, he, he's looking for the cup itself and it starts doing random French. And this is actually this is vitally important because this is the first time. And Max, you said this. Uh, this is one of the fir- this is the first time that he his voice is on audio. Charlie Chaplin's voice. So this is really good. What'd you think, Max? Honestly, I was quite shocked. I what did you think he would sound like? I don't know. I, it, it was weird. It, we never seen something like that. No, there were people here, but we never heard his voice. Were so there we're guests? waiting. A few, yeah, <laughs> from some people. And then he He's gets miming the, too. Yeah, yeah, and he gets the steady job, and the cops are there. The girl gets arrested. Well, almost. Uh, they hide in the closet, and they do this little funny thing where the cops bust in, but they get out, and they run away. And then we're... Too bad. They, they, looked, they were really going to be happy until this... Yeah, it, it was something there. Like, it's built the up. The crowd like, okay. loved this. The crowd loved it. They had a steady gig. Everything looked really good. And, and they had nice, she had nice clothes, at least. Yeah, and every, everything was like, okay, they had some difficult times, but now they've the made end. it. The end, no. Yeah, here, well, we're not there yet. But <laughs> the, <laughs> the last scene, they're on a roadside, and this actually it, took a little bit to... To digest for me, it's uh, the intertitle simply say dawn. Right, and so they're assuming they've been running out all night, they're and I like this part because she says, "Oh, why try? You know, they're what's the what's the what's the use?" They're in the middle of like a highway in the I don't know yeah. desert, I guess, at dawn. And at that and she point, cries. Yeah, at that point, it just she's like, "Why try? This is it." And then you know he. Um, Max, why don't you do this one line here? Well, we'll get along. Buck up. We'll be all right. And yes. like he he becomes the optimist at this point. And this is where like it just dawned on me that this ha. is where they Fun intended? <laughs> yeah, not really, but you know, they the it goes in reverse now. So like where she he was very passive and like, oh, I'll give up in the beginning. He becomes the one with the strength. The tramp has become the urchin. Yeah, it's weird. And then they start walking down the road and she she agrees with him. Yeah. So she to try. She yeah. has her spirits back, I guess. Yeah. So at least they do that. So they're holding each other up, which was kind of a nice part. And the it's the end. The end. It's very abrupt. Very abrupt ending. And I, I just, I had the questions on this, but where were her sisters? Like, that is the one big thing I I have always wondered that. Like, what yeah. happens? You know? Really, we kind of wonder the same thing. Like, 
And yeah, it's not a perfect one, but this film itself, I mean, it took a little while, and I've seen this a couple times, but while we're here, like, what do you think? Do you, I wrote down some questions. Okay. Um, for uh, anybody, all, both of you. Okay. Um, okay, what did you think was good? What did you think was bad? Uh, what I think was good is that it showed just the general worker and it's uh, movies that you didn't see. There wasn't really a lot of backstory, but it was all right out there. You know, Do you, you think the lack of backstory helped it or yes. hurt it? Yes, it oh. definitely helped it. I mean, it's still like, because you just saw what it was for that moment. Like a and universal? Yeah, and it's just there. So there's where we were and it really, it really, really was great. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much, so... Is I like movies like that where they don't they give you a hint of what's in the moment, mm-hmm. and then that's that. Y- yeah, you could use your yeah. imagination to f- fill in things. It's, it's very depression era, right. but it's also universal. And yeah, people can see this now. Like if you've been struggling with a job, like in trying to find a job, and we've all been there. Yes. And we've all tried to do that, and I think everybody can find a moment here where we say, okay, this is good. And what if it's something here, do you think it's something that could be remade today? Uh, I, I don't know. I would... I, I think it would be it would be interesting but probably terrible. I, I would agree. Uh, what I would ha- yeah. What do you think would be different if they said it now? I mean, they would have some backstory. You'd see more about their explosion. It was, it, explosions for some random reason. Be more of a love interest that nobody would care about. CGI roller CGI skates. Oh my god, skates no. And some design or something that wouldn't make any sense. It'd be and like an. Would they all be in cubi- IT cubicles instead of a factory? Yeah, pr- probably. No here. one. Uh, no m- funny button nipple twisting. Yeah. No. What the hell? Well, there would be a, a little bit different type of twisting, but it would be completely different. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the sh- yeah. The sh- well, so they li- they work in a, a porno factory. Cra- the, the, oh, that would be a, that would be a very different type of modern time at that point. Um, so there's where we are um, here. So Max, what did you think about the movie? It caught me off guard for a minute, but it just really worked right at the time. You th- you think it accurately represents? What do you think it was saying about your time? That we all need to find something. We all need to find a little happiness, just something, and stay optimistic, even when things are bad. Even when the roof's falling on your head. (laughs) Yes, even when the roof's falling on our head. And if we have something on the outside that we can't control, at least we can hold on to each other. Literally or figuratively? Both. And at least we can go ahead and hold each other up. And that's where we want to go. And that's what the time is about. It's a universal, beautiful movie. I would absolutely agree. And believe it or not, uh, some listeners who probably just heard what you said, who are listening still to this point, probably know exactly what you mean. And so I think, um, do you have any others? Like, what If this was something, would you watch this again? Would you recommend this to people, Bip? I would. I absolutely it's, would too. It's not perfect. I mean, like by far no. I guess what's I thought was weird was I felt like the ending was really abrupt, but um, that really bothered me at first. But re- 
thinking about it later, yeah. you can see the, I don't know, symbolism. Yeah. Symbolism makes yeah. everything better. I, I, I would agree. I would absolutely agree um, here. And at this point, I, mean, I think we're going to wrap up because we're right about an hour right now. So here, um, I think this is something I we would highly recommend. Go out, find it. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, Max, you don't know what that is, but we'll explain it later. Okay. Um, it's a tube. It's a series it's, of tubes, actually. There's quite a bit of tubes, yes. Yes. Um, so at this point here, I would recommend it. You could find it on there if you killed some time. Uh, watch it. Don't watch it on a computer, but if you have a, a setup to put it onto your TV, I would watch it that way. There's even like Blu-ray available. Th there is, yes. If you want to watch uh, yeah. high-def, semi-silent yeah. film. Rent it. Yeah, rent it. Definitely watch it because it is a good time. And so... I think our final verdict is, does it hold up? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, definitely it does hold up. and Especially um, bathroom surveillance and chicken <laughs> butt funnels. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I would agree. And timeless kind of maybe fart joke. Yeah, uh, a that very good time. fart joke, too, yeah. A very sophisticated one. Yes. <laughs> and that note, we can end it here. So I would definitely see this. Um, we have... This is our first episode. There will be many more. And as we said in the beginning, we're here every Saturday. With so our cosmic crane machine. With our crane machine. We'll pull people out and we'll maybe put them back in. Maybe. Um, you can email us, movietheatertimemachine at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at mttimemachine. And Instagram at the same, uh, same uh, mttimemachine as well. Give us suggestions on what you would want to have us watch or what you would want to have us review, and we would love to hear what you think about this movie as well. Just to clarify, it's MT, like the letters. Yeah, yes. Thank you, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. MT, because uh, my deep voice ain't going to do very good for that. Um, so we're here. I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. And we want to thank you for that. So Movie Theater Time Machine is a production recorded in Fall River, Massachusetts in 59 Meta Studios. We want to give thanks to Eric Talley for giving us a chance, the Costa Brothers, Dan and Josh of Blockbuster Dropouts for guidance, our gamer friend Chris Lopes, who you can find him at twitch.tv slash Ralphio Lostboy, which is R-U-F-F-I-O Lostboy, our fans on Twitter, Facebook, and the Potter and family for giving us advice that have been great, and dad jokes. And <laughs> dad jokes. I, I want to thank you for thank the world for dad jokes. I would absolutely agree with that as well. And we want to do that. So thank you. Please tell everyone us about us. Please pass us around. Until next time, be good. Take care of each other. But don't be too good. Have fun, kids. Bye-bye. <laughs>